the first episode of Deconstructing the Race. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited to do this. And, and so thanks for joining me. Where are you joining me from? So first of all, no problem. And thanks a lot for having me. Um, I'm joining you from Munich in Germany. Excellent. Okay. So uh, thank you. Uh, so Andy, uh, and uh, I'm going to pronounce this correctly, uh, Brooke Schlogel. Yes. Is that right? That's you right. Co-founder yes, and, uh, co and CEO of Right. You're also the co-founder and CEO of a, uh, or co-founder of a, a few other uh, sort of businesses. But today we're speaking about Right, which is a Munich-based SaaS company that recently raised a very tidy round. Uh, when I say a tidy, not tiny, uh, just to kind of clarify that. So uh, a, a good round. Uh, and what we're going to do is we're going to break this down and really kind of understand how you did it uh, you, you know, and, uh, and, and share these kind of learnings, uh, you know, with our, our, our listeners. So starting from the top, Andy, uh, can you tell us how much you raised, from whom, uh, and what stage of funding round uh, it was? Sure. Uh, so we raised 6.5 million euros for our Series A funding round. The round was led by Octopus Investment Development Capital Team, a part of the Octopus Group, with the support of SEK Ventures, these are the Flixbus founders investment firm, as well as Mayflowers and some existing shareholders. Awesome, awesome. Uh, and, and why, uh, so obviously the lead investor you mentioned was Octopus, um, great name uh, as well. I'm curious to know why, <laughs> why they're called Octopus. Is there eight of them or between them they have eight arms? Do you, do you know the story? To be honest, I have, I have no idea about this story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, Andy. Andy, this will be the first question I ask them. Why? Why are you called Octopus, guys? Um, but um, why? Why did you? Uh, why did you partner uh, with this lead in, lead investor? Yeah. So for us, Octopus is really the perfect fit. So first, uh, and this is the very important for us. We had great conversations with Paul Davidson, Adam Said, and Serena Dose, uh, the operating team from Octopus, and a very good feeling from really the first second on that we shared the same values and had a common understanding of the market and the general business growth strategy. Second, Octopus has over 9.1 billion pound under management and a really for us impressive track record of portfolio companies. And because every business in the world needs our platform, it was very important for us to have an investor with really deep pockets. Oh, awesome. 9.1 billion. Uh, I, I didn't know that, but yeah, definitely um, uh, that's, uh, uh, that's huge and uh, uh, great, to, great to hear. So you, you, you said uh, there, uh, I think this, this will be some good background information for, um, you know, for the listeners, but uh, every customer in the world uh, or everybody in the world needs your, your product, uh, something like that. Uh, what is your product? What is Right? Yes, so Right is uh, the platform for qual website quality management. So meaning that uh, we crawl your website and afterwards we give you the most comprehensive analysis about your website. This is very important for improving your user experience, UI, and also improve your Google rankings for SEO. Excellent. So you're in a big market and we know that VCs like companies that are in a, uh, in a big market. Um, yeah, so, so, so that's good. And, and, and so where did you meet? Uh, where did you first meet Octopus? Yeah, funny enough, we first met Adam at the first digital SaaS dog around June, I think it was, and pitched him right. 
Amazing, amazing. And, and was that, uh, and this was obviously, we, we were using uh, Hop-In, was this during the, uh, like the main event or because we were running also a little like side startup uh, uh, program? Um, how, how did that, uh, how did that come about? I think, but uh, but 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 you are the pro, as <laughs> an host, yeah. uh, that it was the main event in, in June. The the, the first one, uh, really during the pandemic, where I think you made the first try to do it uh, completely virtual, and it was, uh, as you can see, uh, a very big success. Um, and I, um, yeah, participated at some talks and also met a lot of uh, good investors there. Yeah, amazing. Well, that, that, that's great, great to great to hear. Uh, we've got the, the the next Sasa remote coming up in in February. We moved it from June to February to uh, to bring an important mm-hmm. conference into the beginning of uh, uh, of this year to to help our our community. And it's, it's great to hear um, that we're we're adding value in that in that way. Uh, and actually, I mean, it's something that Sasa is quite well known for in connecting you know SaaS founders together with SaaS VCs and uh, you know over the years but uh, great to hear the success stories um, and, and so you met them at SaaS.remote uh, but you mentioned that that this was then obviously initially back in June we are speaking and it's now kind of end of end of Jan although you announced a couple of weeks ago uh, so like how long did the actual process take then what was it was it six seven yeah. months yeah. Uh, or was it less? Yeah. Yeah, so as said, the first conversation was in June and we signed mid-December, so in total it was six months. Whereas a lot of time passed between the first conversations and in the last three months we worked almost on a daily basis to close the deals. Amazing. And so on on the last three months you're working on a daily basis, was that then your sole focus or were you doing it like, you know, a few hours a day? Um, how did that work? How much time were you spending on the business versus how much time, uh, you know, getting this deal done with the uh, with the VCs? Yeah, I, I think it was um, some hours a day, so not, not the, the the whole day, uh, because during COVID you have to focus on your business and really have to uh, uh, making sure that everything is running smoothly. So for other reasons, we couldn't uh, focus for one hundred percent on on fundraising, unfortunately. Uh, do you, um, I mean, do you think you mentioned COVID there that um, because of obviously what the world was going through and still is in, in, in many respects with the with the pandemic with COVID that that uh, that slowed it down uh, in in any way? Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, um, yes, yes, I think so. And um, especially in, in June when we spoke to um, many investors, there we recognised that many um, said yes, we are interested, but um, Really, I don't think they were. They were more in a, in a mode like, okay, um, um, keeping up the, the speed, keeping up uh, um, conversations. But in my um, understanding of what, what I have seen and have heard, um, unfortunately, half of them were really interested on, on, on doing fundraising. And the others were more in a wait and see um, position. Mm, yeah, no, no, no. So I saw a lot of that in the uh, in the market for sure. And do you? I mean, do you think when you look back at it now, and obviously it's great that the deal's done, uh, and six months is not you, you know it's 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 it, 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 it's not too bad a time. It's actually the outcome, I guess that uh, that that matters. Is there anything that you think that you could have done to to speed up the process, or or, or, or do you think you you know it, it went uh, you know to the time that was kind of like meant to be? And nothing could have been done uh, in retrospect. Yeah. Yeah, so, so as I said, so under normal circumstances, certainly, but during COVID, only not. not. So 
COVID brought up a number of unforeseen circumstances, which is why I had to take care of our business with my CFO. And for that reasons, we could not focus for 100% on fundraising. And by the way, very important to mention, we haven't met once until today. We have only talked virtually, and I'm really looking forward to meeting that team in person. So this is for sure another very important point to mention that if you don't have the chance to, to meet in person, it makes it more hard um, than, 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 than really having a, a good uh, conversation, seeing each other, feeling each other. I think that's, that's uh, something which, which was, uh, um, yeah, not that good, but I'm very, very happy that we uh, made it um, anyway. Yeah, no, good, a good point. And, and definitely, um, we, yeah, I, I think very commonplace uh, from from last year was seeing that, um, well, in fact, I, I remember like short anecdote uh, that uh, Alex KL from Salesforce Ventures, like I think back in, um, maybe back, maybe it was even SaaS.remote. remote. I think like back then, uh, around that time, he was saying that you, you know they've never uh, invested in a in a SaaS company or a SaaS founder that they've not met in person, uh, and then not long after that, uh, they made an investment in Hopin, which was the platform that we were using. Uh, and um, I, I don't actually know if he, he I, I think that was done over Zoom, but uh, uh, I can't be sure. But certainly what we saw was there was a lot of that mentality, understandably, from VCs believing that uh, we, we couldn't invest in a founder if we've not met them in person, because that's so important to, you know, uh, understanding whether we do it, because, it, you know, this is a, um, you, you know, this is, it's a very important um, decision or relationship uh, that you have to build. But because of the circumstances uh, people did see like well we can't really just sit and wait we've got to find the best way and we've got to do it you know online exactly. um, and it's good to see that 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 vcs you know were still open for business yeah yeah totally agree uh, and um so as we we know who the lead vc was um and uh, how many vcs followed within the round uh, or how many investors within the round itself um, so Octopus was the lead investor, and then SEK and um, Mayflower, so two followed so far, but uh, that was the first closing, and maybe we have uh, some kind of a second closing. We are still in some uh, good discussions after we announced the, the uh, fundraising Series A round. Okay, um, interesting. And, and, and yeah, and to confirm, I mean, probably you did mention it, uh, at the beginning, but this was this was a, a, a an A round. Uh, sorry if I, I, I didn't yes. hear that correctly. It was an A exactly. round. That yeah. was an A round. Yeah, we we have done three years ago a seed round, the first round after five years of bootstrapping, and now mm -hmm. we um, have done the the Series A for our growth phase now. Yeah. And how many? Uh, so you got a couple of investors in, in there, obviously Optimus being the lead. How many investors did you meet in total um, before? you know, you, you got that, that yes. And I guess I'm kind of like curious to know, like how many no's did you get uh, to get to the one yes? Uh, I, I know, uh, again, for instance, when I, when I spoke to the founder of Aircall, he said that, you know, initially in those early days, you know, they had a hundred no's before they had that one yes. But obviously the one yes that counts, but it's quite almost soul crushing to get the hundred no's, but you kind of persist and then you get that one deal, you know, you know uh, from the VC yeah. and uh, that's it. Uh, so in in our so uh, as I said so three years ago in our seed round it was exactly that that number um, because there we, we counted it to be honest I haven't counted it um, and for this uh, um, round we really had the great honor that we had four offers from potential lead investors 
on the table and we're in the comfortable place to choose the perfect fit for us. And especially during COVID, I think that's really, as I said, a, a great honor to have four offers. Okay, uh, awesome. Um, and um, uh, yeah, I, I guess kind of what was it that, uh, you know, what was the, the kind of the big reasons that they they chose to uh, invest uh, in you? So obviously we mentioned that, you know, that there's a big market, you know, maybe there's some good metrics. What, 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 were, the, what were the reasons they gave? Yeah, yeah. So for sure, the, uh, it's, a, it's a very good question and I think you should better ask Octopus directly. But yeah. um, nevertheless, uh, let, me, let me summarize what I understood. Um, they believe that the website quality management category is a massively growing market. They invested because they were impressed by our talent, fascinated after seeing our platform, and they know how to support us to expand across Europe and beyond. And, um, you know, what are the uh, like metrics that you could share, you know, that were in the, you know, in the pitch deck that kind of helped clinch the deal? Mm -hmm. So, unfortunately, I can't share the actual metrics, but it was our growth rate and our efficiency to acquire big enterprise customers. Additionally, they were very impressed that we bootstrap for over five years and build an extremely cost efficient setup. Yeah, uh, it, it's, uh, it's definitely uh, VCs, uh, as you said, and, and, and for those listening, um, you know, they do love to see that if you've been able to, uh, you know, bootstrap a company and, you know, generate revenue, be, uh, I, I guess, you, you know, um, your your growth is based, you know, your customer funded, um, you know, prove that kind of success. Um, that's always great, you know, kind of strengthens your position when you're, you know, having these these meetings with uh, uh, with with VCs. So uh, good to yeah. see that that was the, the kind of the, the the pattern uh, here with you guys. Um, what was the so I speak I speak to a lot of VCs, um, at, you know, in my job at Sasoc, and a lot of them are on my uh, on the podcast sure. that I do, uh, which is the SAS Revolution show. Um, and uh, you know, like last year, definitely I was hearing like it, it's all about. Um, you know, all about storytelling, you know, at that kind of early stage, you, you know, the, the founder really has to sell like a good story and, you know, the VCs are in need to kind of, you know, believe that, and that the importance of storytelling. So I'm just curious to, to hear, you know, what was the story, uh, you know, uh, that you told and, and, and um, yeah, you know, any insights into that? Yeah. So I think it was not that only thing. So it was a uh, mix uh, between, um, I think they were especially hooked after seeing our growth rate, especially as we have no extensive international activity so far. So I think that was the most thing. But uh, besides that, for sure, as I said, it was the team and uh, last but not least, our vision. So because our vision is uh, to, to become the foundation for digital success. So adding more um, channels uh, besides website. And I think especially regarding this big vision, they got even more hooked after having seen what we achieved so far. Did you, uh, again, I mean, obviously, um, it, it probably goes with, with, without saying that, you, you know, VCs, you know, they want to back ambitious founders, ambitious companies. They don't want to back companies that are just going to generate 1 million or 10 million ARR. Uh, but, you know, they're looking for the unicorns and now the decacorns and, uh, yeah. and so on. 
Um, so just cu- curious, like, did you, where, where did you pitch yourselves to say that, you, you know, uh, or did you have to, to say that, you know, we're going to be, a, you know, a decacorn, we're going to be worth a billion, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever, like to get them kind of excited to show that you had that ambition? Yeah, so it was not 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 uh, that, that one we we choose. So it was not like okay, we would like to be the the decathlon and so on because I think that that that's not a good vision and driver for for business, right? It was it was more like okay, we really would like to be the foundation footage to success for every business. So what I what I mentioned um, in, in in some questions before that we that really every business needs right. Then we had an um, an um, a call with one of their portfolio customers where we before analyzed their website and then gave them a very comprehensive analysis about their website. And even if they have, uh, and especially if after they have seen this analysis and after the head of growth mark, marketing from the uh, portfolio company have seen it, they were very, very impressed and have really seen that, that this is some kind of a, of a standard tool in the business. And this was something which was uh, extremely important for them. And as I said, because Octopus really, um, invested, uh, uh, really invest in cost-efficient companies. And what, what I already said as well, after they have seen how good we set up this process with marketing, with this dev, um, with um, then customer services and so on. So that because in the past, we, we all only raised 3 million in our seed round. And this was three years ago. So we really grew by our own revenues. And this was very, very important for them. And for that, it was more, okay, if they are only focusing in Germany and if they have such a good um, cost-efficient setup, then if we put money on this uh, system or machine, then it will grow um, um, a lot. And this was, this was uh, the, the um, reason why they, I would say, uh, get really, really hooked. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. Um, uh, I, I, I would be uh, as well with, with, with that sort of story. And like, but you, you know, we're, we're talking, we've, we've seen the, the success, you know, we, we know how long a time that it's taken. We understand the, actually, I mean, it's, it's pretty reasonable and certainly reasonable within the, um, uh, you, you know, the period of the, the pandemic that we're all uh, kind of going through. Um, and you've got, the, you've got the money, I guess, and the, uh, I would imagine, uh, the valuation, uh, that you wanted, but there's always challenges, you know, that uh, when you're kind of going through the, the fundraising process, you know, of some sort, sometimes bigger than uh, than others. Yeah. Was there anything, you know, um, any unforeseen hurdles that, that you had to overcome in, in kind of going through this process? Yes. We, luckily, we had not a direct hurdle, but what I already mentioned as well was, uh, I think it was a shame that we couldn't meet and get to know each other in person. So that was something where we both teams, so uh, Ride and Octopus, were very, very sad, sad about. Uh, but nevertheless, we we uh, we made it and are very, very happy about it. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Uh, that that definitely is a, a hurdle to overcome and, and something that you did. Um, and what about like the legal side of things? Um, you know, is that um you know something that uh you, you know you've uh you know had uh, experienced any any challenges with and um uh, again like what did you what support did you get and you know what was this kind of structure uh you know of the deal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so within right we created um a, a team which we called the deal team and this was with with my cfo 
Tino Mittelmeier, and also my co-founder and our strategic advisor, Neil Sturius. So Neil is very experienced, already um, built and sold a company. And this was on our side. Additionally, on the legal side, we work with Felix Stützer, the German guy from Loop and Partner, a German lawyer who is focused on fundraising and M&A. And that was very, very helpful for us to have such an experienced lawyer on our side, which led the, the um, whole process um, within right, but also with the Octopus team and all the existing shareholders. And um, it, like outside of from the, the, the legal side uh, of things, like uh, were, were there um, anybody from your team um, or externally involved in, in the fundraise? Was it was it just you, uh, or you know, uh, again, did you you have any additional support what, uh, that that you needed? Uh, maybe creating the deck materials, uh, you know, getting the information together, um, and uh, and sometimes you also hear about. I don't know necessarily whether it's a Series A, but perhaps sometimes that, um, you know, there are whether like non-executive directors or kind of, you know, third party like consultants that help companies fundraise. Um, so was this, was this all you or, or was there, you, you know, uh, other, other people yeah. within the team to kind of help get it done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, luckily we had no external M&A advisors. So we have done everything in-house uh, because of the fact that my CFO, Tino, and also my um, head of business, Georg, they both are coming from a cult, uh, consultant company. And for that reason, they are extremely good in building slides um, and, and preparing everything. And for that reason, it was possible for us to do it in-house. Um, regarding the process and the, the team there, for sure, at um, a specific stage, um, my whole exec team was involved in the fundraise, but not at the beginning. So the beginning was with our deal team, so the three of us, and then at a specific uh, stage, then we um, introduced our whole exec team. And then they had um, a lot of uh, discussions uh, with, uh, or one-on-one with, with them to learn them, know, to, to learn more about their department and so on. Awesome, awesome. And, and did you, um, you know, I, I first heard about data rooms a couple of years ago. The VC mm-hmm. uh, spoke at a SASOP conference. Yeah. Uh, did a presentation on data rooms, and I was like, "This, this is not like." Uh, uh, I, I was, I thought he was talking about data centers, uh, and something. Mm-hmm. This was, I was, this is the wrong, this is the wrong type of conference. But actually, uh, I, I learned what it was. Um, and uh, you know, did you uh, build a, a data room, you know, for this? And is this something yeah. that you kind of just keep up to date in the event that you're going to be raising? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for sure, we set up our data room, and we have done it with a tool named Drooms, uh, which we can recommend it's a bit expensive unfortunately but it's extremely good uh, how, how do you spell that what's the name it's it's drooms d-r-o-o-m-s d-r-o-o-m Droom. okay d-room yeah Droom. okay Droom. yeah get it okay got, uh, got it all right well uh we'll see can check check that out and um uh and, and this is something that you just keep you keep updated on a how regular basis Exactly, exactly. And then after the fundraise, you can close the data room. Um, everyone gets an, um, how you say that, some kind of a backup from it. Um, and and, and it was very, very good um, regarding the process that they um, have such a good software uh, provided to us. And there we had no issues on providing access, um, um, taking away access from, from some investors and, and so on. So it was very, very good 
to have one central place for, for everyone and really see everything on the analytics, who was um, accessing which uh, data and so on. Awesome. And, and your, your, your pitch deck is obviously a key part um, you mm -hmm. know, of, of the whole fundraising process, right? Um, and something that, that um, you know, companies shouldn't take lightly, startups, you know, shouldn't take lightly. Um, I'm curious to see, like, how long did it take you to create the pitch deck? You know, what was, you know, around the design? How much did you, like, time and effort did you spend on the um, design? Um, and, uh, yeah, like, how many slides? Just info uh, on the pitch deck would be uh, good, to, good to know. Okay, sure. So first of all, regarding the, the time we, we needed, uh, it was four weeks for the first version, and then we iterated it after almost every pitch, which was very, very good, and uh, um, I really can recommend doing this um, to, to, to every founder. Um, regarding uh, the slides and, and the, the length of the deck, we had a teaser deck with 18 slides and an extended deck with 90 slides where we explained really everything. But to be honest, I would not recommend creating such an extensive extended deck. The problem with this is that you send out really everything you have and that the investors then come back with too many questions, risks, and so on. I think lessons learned, it's much better to answer questions directly and to strengthen the relationship during this conversation. That, that happened uh, finally by accident with Octopus. Yeah, no, no, nice to try to, uh, deck. I mean, I mean certainly, um, yeah, very, very comprehensive. I, I guess it shows that you guys were, uh, you, you know, left no stone uh, unturned, uh, but certainly, you know, within the, the VC meetings, which happened uh, online, um, you know, giving them that the, the kind of the, the, the shorter kind of version and uh, you know, focusing on the, um, I guess, kind of the, the, the key information, um, you know, is, is good. But great that, that you had this uh, this confirmation, uh, comprehensive, mm -hmm. um, you know, set of data to kind of share yeah. uh, with them. Um, and um, yeah, then then looking at, um, you know, obviously, as you said, you met Octopus in, in, in June. So that kind of the process started mm -hmm. with them. Uh, then and we closed that down in December. How did you? Uh, obviously, you met them at, at, at SASDOC, but I, I imagine that you probably, uh, you know, had, had sort of reached out to, to some other VCs, you know, before then. Um, you know, how how did you sort of start the process of Series A and start the reach out uh, and the planning of like which VCs that you want to meet? You know, did you have a target list mm -hmm. or did you just, yeah, um, yeah. you know, say, well, like yeah. go into all the SaaS VCs? Yeah, yeah. So first, we started to reach out to some investors, I would say, from our network, or we were already in contact um, to learn from them for, for the first steps, which I think is, is, is very important and I can recommend as well. And then, as already mentioned, we bought a ticket for your virtual SaaS stock. I think it was 149 euros, so it was a very, very good, a very good price and met many great contacts there. So, uh, so sorry for uh, uh, your, some kind of uh, giving you an ad, but I really can recommend uh, this and I will do it in the future uh, as well. No, 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 we appreciate it. And actually, I don't know why, but we've, we, we've lowered the price or the price is $59 at the, at the moment to attend wow. uh, okay. <laughs> uh, SASAT Remote. But um, so hopefully you'll find uh, the, the same value, uh, you, you know, that, uh, that, that you've had. 
um, for uh, either for people that are listening or, or just generally in SaaS founders. And that's why we do uh, what we do. So it's, it's good to hear, as I said, those, those success stories. And and, and now, because we, we, we started from the, you, you know, from the top of the point where you've raised this 6.5 million Series A, but like, you know, as we, we've worked our way, you, you know, right down to the, the, the kind of the beginning. Um, and then, so I guess, kind of like from what you know now, what would you do different, differently, if anything? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a bit like, as I said, in one of the last questions, I would not have created such an extensive extended deck and send it out directly after we presented our pitch deck, our teaser deck, um, but would have dealt with the questions directly. For sure, this doesn't scale uh, as, as, as you are usually doing um, if you are in, a, in, a, in, a, in the SaaS industry, but very important to mention, fundraising isn't about scaling anyway. It's about building a good relationship. And for that reason, I really would like to do some kind of a ping pong with the investor and really um, present, first of all, your teaser deck, your 10 to 20 slides, and then answer to every question, have a lot of calls, a lot of email conversations, and so on, that you get, yeah, that you learn each other know much, much better. And, and then you can uh, build a very, very good and strong relationship, which, which I think at the end is the most important thing for fundraising. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, great, uh, great advice there. And, and and Andy, two final things that I, I want to know. And thanks for answering, being really, you know really comprehensive and answering all these questions. Two final things was um, when you uh, found out, or you know, you knew that the deal was done. You'd signed the paper, mm-hmm. um, and that six point five million was going to be wired to the right bank account. Uh, did you celebrate on that day, and how? Is the is the first question? Uh, yes, we for sure we celebrated it. It was um, three day, I mean, four, four, five days before Christmas. So um, and 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 this day we had our uh, virtual right Christmas party, and there before that we sent to all of the righties a bottle of of of, of champagne. Or no, it was a bottle of of in Germany it's called Glühwein, which means. Uh, red wine which you can heat and then it, you can drink it in the winter uh, so we, we sent it to to to, to everyone and uh, celebrated together which was uh, extremely cool and then i think really everyone uh, went to, to christmas because of, of of having a very very uh, tough and, and crazy uh, year last year um, but unfortunately or typically we are doing this kind of celebrations um, at, a Greece, at a Greek restaurant, um, which is uh, very close to our office and have their uh, great, great uh, parties. Unfortunately, this time it wasn't possible, but for sure in the future, after the lockdown, we will have some kind of um, then a, a real um, additional party uh, uh, for, about the fundraise. Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, it's definitely difficult uh, celebrating virtually uh, is is, is yeah. certainly not the same as uh, celebrating so uh, in person. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I think it, if you have if you have a if you have a strong culture and you really have it right, and and a, and a, and a very party addicted culture. So uh, especially if you have these two things, then it's so sad you, that you can't celebrate, that you can't drink together, that you can't hug. So this is this is so sad. I can't I can't describe it to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a, with, with the vaccines, it's, it hopefully we be, be be changing towards the second half of uh, of this year. Um, you know, if, if not sooner. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. and again, so then that the, the money is, is in the bank. 
what is the plan? Uh, like, how are you going to spend it to help grow the business? Yeah, for, 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 so we would like to expand it in, in two main areas. The one is product, and, and especially there, a lot of um, investment will uh, will be uh, done in in um, um, AI, so um, um, in, in every data science uh, stuff. And the other is for sure expansion, meaning um, we hire a lot of uh, sales reps, sales guys, um, to scale up our um, our sales and and revenue growth. Awesome, That's awesome. The plan for well, the Andy next, for the next month. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, de- de- yeah, definitely. Well, a- Andy, um, like being fantastic uh, first guest uh, on uh, on deconstructing the raise. I uh, really appreciate you uh, sharing the, uh, the 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 ins and outs of how you uh, raised 6.5 million uh, uh, for right. Um, and uh, let, let me know where, where can people find you, uh, you know, online and find out more about Right. So everyone can find me on on LinkedIn. Um, everyone can find out um, everything about Right on Right.com. So R-Y-T-E and then .com. Very easy to good to, to to write and to remember. I think. Excellent. No, definitely. Uh, good stuff. Well, Andy, thanks for being a great guest. Uh, and thank you for everybody for, for tuning in to the first episode of Deconstructing the Rays. Um, like I mentioned, uh, this is going to be a new uh, weekly show. Uh, and uh, at, at the same time each week, uh, so to tune in um, or listen on demand uh, uh, or on your podcast. And uh, I'm Alex Duma. And uh, thanks so much for, for joining us. Thank you as well, Alex. It, it was fun. Thank you. Thanks, Andy.